This is Advice for Life with Lynn, Season 1, Episode 5, Part 2. Today's issue, How to Manifest What You Want. Well, Miss Rappaport, can't you get certified? <laughs> oh my God. You're like, why didn't I think of that? This is such a good one. This could be a two-parter. It's a fatty. You're listening to Advice for Life with Lynn, an award-winning interviewer and a woman riddled with issues herself, Lynn Martinez. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. With the best advice on relationships, career, your body, kids, sex, and everything else in between. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. The background on Jill is really interesting. She was in the corporate world for a long time. She had a nice salary. She had a lot of power. Traveled 50% of the time. She was also married to somebody who was just as focused as running up the corporate ladder as she was traveling about 50% of the time as well. When she realized she was missing too much of her young daughter's life, she made some major changes. This is the second part. It's not necessarily that one has to switch one's career. Even if you're doing Mm -hmm. something that you don't feel is the expression of your soul's purpose, one could actually stay exactly in their career and develop other things, create their lives in some way that meets the needs of your true self, your true heart. So the first place is to really take stock. So first, number one, to manifest, take a look where you're faking it. Number two, ask yourself, what do I really want? What do I really want? Now that is kind of a difficult question. And one way you can, as I learned in neurolinguistic psychology, you can get your mind to give you an answer is by if part of you says, well, I don't know what I want, Mm -hmm. then you can say, well, if you did know, what would it be? Oh, tricking the brain. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't know, what would it be? Well, Mm -hmm. I want to be happy. I want to be healthy. I want to have a good relationship with my children. Okay, Okay. Which leads to step three. How do we get that? Yeah. So then this third step is you actually begin to state what it is that you want. And you can state this in all areas of your life or in some areas of your life beginning to actually make those statements, those intentions, is the first act of creation. Ah, okay. So the third step is to make a mission statement. What is that? A mission or a purpose statement. So that is something that, and you may actually want to get help from a friend or even professional help from a professional coach or somebody who can lead you through an inquiry and a process to get this out. Why would you need help from anybody to find out what your mission statement is? Let's say you want, like you just said, I want to, it's a very vague thing, but I want to be a better mother, Mm -hmm. right? That's number two. Um, What do you want? I want to be a better mother. So your mission statement would be, what would that look like? As an example. Yes. That what would that is a good example. So the 
reason that you would want somebody to help you, you can do this inquiry all yourself. And mm-hmm. you can actually even go online, you can pull down um, guides to creating life purpose statements, mission statements, and start to investigate on your own. And we tend to live so much in the endless loop of our thoughts that sometimes it it is helpful to have another person who's already been there. As one of my teachers says, the journey of a million miles can be shortened into a few miles if you have a guide who can say, oh, you know, this is the way. So it can be extremely helpful. It can save you time and angst and money and to be able to have somebody facilitate. So what would a mission statement be like a mission for somebody who said, in general, I want to be a better mother? Yeah. So the first thing is that there are certain characteristics of having a mission statement. The first thing is that you want it to be something about who you are, your being, and not necessarily what you are doing in mm-hmm. the world. So, um, Because let me just explain to our listeners, Jill is of the belief, and me as well, you be, do, have in that order, right? Right. Be, do, have. So how does that pertain to the mission statement, be, do, have? So the first thing is that the way that we actually truly create is by focusing on the ultimate being, I want to be happy, or so it's being happy, peaceful, centered, healthy. And from creating that would then emerge what you might do. Ah, okay. So I want to be happy, or I want to be connected with my kids, let's just say. Mm -hmm. So what do I need to do to do that? Right. And then I will have that. Exactly. So the mission statement has the be, do, have in it? The mission statement has, the mission statement would have the be part of it for sure. So let's do a mission statement example. So the do have, the do have may not be a part of it. Right. So, um, and the B can be stated as an I am, oh, okay. an I am, almost like an af- affirmation. I am connected to my kids. Exactly. That's a mission statement. Yes. Okay. I am who I am is connected to my kids. I am connected to my, my children. I am connected to my inner wisdom. I am connected to the my heart. So are these the steps to manifestation that we just, are there only three? Then after the mission statement comes what? Then after that, then you begin to create a support system. Hmm. So you want to have friends, groups, family. You want to share what you're up to. You want to share what you're creating. Because? Because we cannot do these things alone. We need cheerleaders. We need cheerleaders. What if not everybody's and, a cheerleader in your life of going, what is a mission statement? You're weird. Yeah. What is a mission statement or what is a life purpose statement? Yeah. Then you just, you explain it. Or you move or on. Or you move on. Okay. Or you don't talk to that person. Mm-hmm. You want to find groups, 
uh, you know what I call it, organizations. Jill? I believe I think we all have a board of directors, and we're at the head. And certain people sit at our table, some forever, some come and go. To me, that's a support system. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, and actually, you know, at this time for me in my life, one of the people that I thought would have an objection to me leaving my career was my father, who's a very successful surgeon. And he was really supportive. He saw that I too was going down the path of having a nervous breakdown. And my daughter really needed me. So that was great validation, sharing that with him. Wow. Wow. And it was a shock. So people may show up for you in a way that you don't expect them to. So begin to, to, to share and gather yourself with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And there are many organizations. So I spent many years, part of why I got the courage to actually make this change is I was also involved with landmark education, which is all about ontological distinctions and teaching you how to tap into different what is ways ontological of being. Ontological is about being. It's the study of oh, okay. being. Wow. Who knew? It's okay. the study of being. And then my neurolinguistic psychology led me to working with Tony Robbins, and I did all of his amazing... So amazing, there you're building your board of directors building table. Building my board okay. of directors table. So then I have communities right. who are in the conversation and in the flow of supporting authentic well your mission statement mission driven living but what about your what about the people in your life do they just go by the fray who were not who were in the corporate world like you know i'm sure you still had some friends who were not into being or (laughs) mission statements or eating granola so what did you do with them they just sort of go away or they so some of them stayed in my life. Mm-hmm. Some of them are in my life to this day. I see. And their lives have evolved. I see. And changed. And then many of them just went by the wayside because now I'm not, there's no structure for me to be in connection with them unless I make some sort of concerted effort. And so if, you know, and there are many of my clients and the companies that I worked with that actually stayed connected with me. Um, and then it's okay. It's okay to have some people show up for a season and a reason and some people show up for longer. It's okay to allow this flow in your life and honor the gift of that relationship for whatever it was and release it so Mm -hmm. there's an Mm -hmm. actual trusting in a way of the the law of attraction which you mentioned in the very beginning as our thoughts um become really a part of our entire system then we are like a radio signal going out into the universe and into the community into the world and bringing back to us that which which is at the same vibration, at the same signal. And so the people that aren't are going to fall away. Right. And the people that are are going to come into our lives. We'll have to do a whole nother podcast on law of attraction because it really is fantastic. But exactly what you just said, like attracts like, what do you have in your thought is what you create. So just to repeat, your recipe for manifestation is... 
check your thoughts. Basically, check what you're faking. Mm-hmm. Number two, ask yourself, what do I want? That may take a little time. Number three, come up with a mission statement, a purpose that you want for yourself. Don't be afraid to engage or enlist some help. And number four, create a support system. Look for people who are thinking like you, um, who are on the same vibration. Does this also work with, for example, honestly, truly Jill, I deserve and need a walk-in closet. I live in a small house here and I'm very grateful and and I've sort of made one little closet sort of walk in. One person can go in <clears throat> standing, but like, even though it's superficial or it's materialistic, how can I manifest something like that? Do I need to go through all these steps? What no. am I faking? What do I want? My mission no. statement. Mm-mm. So I will give you an example. I live in a home now. I sold that home. I sold that home. That, Congratulations. That home that... Uh, Really the dump that you yeah, thought that really it was. It dump. was beautiful. It was yes. A beautiful spiritual place. And I had, I cut out pictures of where I would like to live. And I also knew that I wanted to, I was ready to bring in a relationship that matched my values and matched my journey, my journey in life, my spiritual journey, my journey of contribution to the world. And um, I brought that relationship in. And then was came the time to create where are we going to live? So in other words, you had a boyfriend. You had a great a guy. <laughs> okay. Fabulous guy. Okay. Wonderful guy. And you're ready to so move happy. in together in your spiritual house. Okay. Yes, we're ready to move in and together. And you cut out pictures first. So. I had actually cut out pictures months before, maybe mm. even a year before, because before I you knew, met him? yes, I mm. knew I was going to be making a transition. I knew... I just I knew that it was going to be time for me to to make a transition to move, and so I started to um, dream about well, what would I want? Mm-hmm. And then I cut pictures out. And when I was moving, I discovered in a box, I have this box that says dream and it has a bird on top of it. It's really a beautiful box with flowers in it. And I opened up that box and I found all these pictures of what I wanted to create. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Is the house just like what you picked up? Yes. (gasps) So exactly the backyard in particular I have exactly what I wanted, exactly what I wanted. So you're saying cut out pictures to help your mind visualize and it will come to you. Yes. And there is a road to go along for that manifestation. So to actually materialize in the world, there, there may be obstacles that then show up, which are obstacles in your path to getting what you so they're not really obstacles they're there for a reason they're there for a reason so the universe says okay you want to walk in closet Mm -hmm. or you want a home with a pool then something is going to show up that's going to call your attention to what's in your way of having it and it's time for you to deal with that Mm. and sometimes we can't even make a vision board lynn um like I in this little studio of ours that we're recording now. Okay, I have this tiny little vision board. It's so small. And 
if I would take the time to ask myself why it, it's not even a board, I don't even know what it is. It's like a list of things. I think I'm afraid to ask what I want or even like take a, take a second, like this might work. This might be fabulous. I might be fabulous. I might not, they might find out I'm not fabulous. So I'm afraid. So I won't, I'll just do a little bit. So maybe that also comes into play with not just me, other people like take, allow yourself, well, ask yourself if you want to receive, if you want to manifest. And if you do truly, then do it. If you don't, then don't, because you have the power. I got the power. Yes, <laughs> and and as uh, Nelson Mandela and Marianne Williamson, those very famous quotes. It's not your darkness that you are really afraid of. It's your light. Yes, it's Marianne. I know it's so true. No, it is true. And so that goes for all of us. And there's always in all of us. There's some place of unworthiness or some subconscious beliefs in in uh, not deserving and so then when you do create a an intention or a vision board or a, a, a collage of some reality that you want to create there will be the parts of you that object to that and doubt it and doubt it and are afraid of it mm-hmm. that come up. And inside of your heart's true intentions, then you'll be guided to the work that will assist you in healing the wounding that gave rise to those limiting beliefs. That's deep stuff, but so true. So like the wounds from childhood that tell us we're not good enough and... The cultural conversations, right. the, you know, the things that are... Our parents or our grandparents mm-hmm. said, you know, about what women are supposed to do or right. what men are supposed to do or what you are supposed to do or not supposed to do. In our family, it's this. And, you know, it's just so pervasive. And so that's part of this journey. That is part of this journey of creating a reality. Then there are specific actions that you need to take. Okay. So once you decide that you are willing and ready to live a life of, of, of authenticity and purpose. In other words, do what you want. Do what you want. <laughs> In other words, do what you want. Mm-hmm. Then it's time to t- actually make an action plan and take steps. And that is also something that you can do with a coach or a friend or a spiritual counselor and that that's the doing that Once you is decide the doing. to be then you can do yes yeah, so for me it was sell my house sell my car consolidate my finances put a little put a little money aside so that i could give myself you know the time that i needed to make this transition register into my yoga teacher training explore the things that i may want to do so then i train myself and I sought out classes. So then you may wind up taking classes or creating other specific activities that and actions that will move you toward the path. So once you decide you deserve to live the life you want, make number two, make an action plan, which can also include a vision board, but also 
doing things like selling your house or doing. It's the doing. Yeah, I resigned. Okay. <laughs> I resigned. So, so just to reiterate, the things that we went over, the faking business, that's more of when we, when we are considering manifestation, we can go through these four steps. See what we're faking. Number two, ask ourselves what we want. Number three, make a mission statement, your purpose. Number four, create a support system. Correct? This is like class. Who's <laughs> ever listening and has a pen? And number two, when you decide, okay, now this is like phase two, you decide, you know, I, I deserve to live a life I want, then to make an action plan, take action, do. Can every single person manifest? Absolutely. And we do it all the time. Without even knowing. Without even knowing. It. So can I tell you, I, yes, I do, I do. And I don't know how I do. And I would like to know how, but I guess we just need to be more aware. For example, a couple of years ago, I was on vacation with my family in DC and visiting my sister for spring break. And I get a call from the TV station and they said, hey, do you want to interview President Obama? I had no makeup. I was on vacation. I thought it was a joke. I had to call them back. And they said, yeah, in the White House, in the map room, he picked certain, you know, three, um, TV stations and you happen to be there, you know, can you be there tomorrow? And this is the time. And I was flipping out. I'm like, yes. yes. So anyway, I went to CVS, my makeup, whatever. They sent me some clothes. My sister helped me with writing, uh, coming up with questions and stuff. Anyway, so I interviewed President Obama in the White House, wow, one on Lynn. one. Oh. It was one of the wow. coolest experiences of my career. I walked away with a microphone still on me and almost had a wardrobe malfunction, but that's a whole nother story. And he was laughing. Oh, we don't want a wardrobe malfunction. Pretty funny. But anyway, <laughs> my point is I went and told one of my gurus, <clears throat> therapist, but she's a guru. I love her. Just like you, you're a guru. And she said, well, how do you think you manifested that, Lynn? And I was like, oh, bleh, I don't know. I guess I was feeling, I think my energy, I was feeling good at work. I was up until then, I always wanted to be somebody else at work. I wanted a different job, feel mm -hmm. good enough. And I think I actually felt good enough. But I don't know. I would like to know how I manifested that. So what is the key to know? That's a good manifestation. I'm certain I manifested negative things too. How can we be aware of what we're creating? Well, there's this saying, when preparation meets opportunity that's when things actually manifest. So all along, you had been probably somewhere in your in your mind or your heart, saying to yourself, I want to interview, you know, major people in the world, I want to sit in front of the President of the United States, even subconsciously, like Even I, don't, I don't remember thinking this consciously. Or, 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 as you were stepping more into your role as a uh, personality on television and hosting these programs where you were interviewing people, there was a confidence within you that allowed you to keep rising to the level of not only individual, but the level of public that would be listening to you. So as you were growing in your capacities, there was something within you that was ready. Sometimes the universe or the, mm. you know, it was like the universe sometimes says, this is for you. Okay, so that's and you get to choose mm. yes or no. 
just like for me, mm. I was sitting in that, you know, I was in the meeting, the call came in, I was in the airport, that song came on in the middle of all the Spanish music, I was listening. And that in that moment, the universe was saying to me, this you, is your time. Do you want to stick with this? Or do you this is your time? So is that what's called things just happen? Or by chance? It is more than by chance. It's more than coincidence. In fact, coincidence is actually a mathematical. It's when two things coincide. And that isn't by accident. So many times there is there are opportunities that show up that are gifts from the you know, from what I say is the divine intelligence mm -hmm. in the universe, because there is a force of evolution that is pushing us upward. Mm, and giving even us a with, chance to pop up. Do you yes. want to pop up? I see. Grow. So even with all of the darkness that is happening in the world, there is a force that is moving us as a species, as a race, toward peaceful, sustainable... Walk-in closets. <laughs> Walk-in closets. And, and, and living. And so that is um, an example. What happened to you was an example of a dream that you hadn't even dreamed for yourself. Consciously. Consciously. Yeah. However, you were ready for it and the universe offered it up to you and you stepped into the yes. Ah, uh, okay. I could have said that. Something in your heart said yes. Mm -hmm. You weren't prepared. You didn't have the stuff. Mm -hmm. And something in your heart said yes. True. So, not when I was going to ask you, do some things just happen or is everything manifested? Yes, some things absolutely just happen. And especially now, for many of us, for many of us, me, you, and all of the listeners who wind up listening to this podcast, there may be some greater future calling to you that's beyond our ability to imagine right now. Mm. And then a door is going to fly open as we say no, as we say no to the things we're tolerating or no to the places where we're faking it. Mm -hmm. We open ourselves up to another space where that which is truly in alignment with us will be able to show up. So the doors that open, you can feel if your heart goes that way, if it elevates you, then move toward it. And there may be a, uh, a future that's beyond what we can imagine right now. Good stuff, man. Right, Phil? Good stuff. All right. So, Jill, thank you so much. We got a buttload from you. <laughs> I don't know if we can say it. Thank you so much, Jill, for being here. My gosh, this was like a, a series. Okay, to sum it up in today's Advice for Life, get clear on what you want. Find out what you're faking. Ask yourself what you want. Make a mission statement, purpose statement. And then create a support system which can be an action plan. And remember, your thoughts manifest what you want. You got the power. 
You can find Jill Rappaport at her website, jillrappaport.com. By the way, it's not like the actress. It's R-A-P-P-E-R-P-O-R-T. You can also pick up her training manual, Yoki Yoga, which brings stress management and self-awareness tools to learn how to bring mindfulness and yoga to teachers, parents, children, and schools. And you can also check out her website, SoaringEagleYoga.com. I feel like doing a downward dog now. All right. For more on all of this, go to my website at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. You can check out my blog as well. It's got stuff, great stuff. Talks about exactly what we've been talking about today. Manifest that. And submit questions to AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. That's F-O-R, not the number four. I don't know why I feel like I keep needing to tell you that. Anyway, it's AdviceForLifeLynn.com. I love my website. Look at it. Sign up for my free email. You'll get the latest tips and advice and rate my podcast on iTunes. Tell me how I'm doing. (laughs) I think. Uh, Thanks for listening. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.